listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. You don't think child you would want adult you to be your dad. Wow, that's a mind bender. Let me think about that. I know, because I'd be on to me. Well, (laughs) I certainly got to run around and do more dangerous stuff as a kid than I'm letting my kids do. And I'm not happy about that, but and I'm trying to fix it. Might be too late. Um, But uh, we were talking about how everybody's woken up to the fact that our playgrounds have become too safe. This idea of making wood chips and uh, foam and no no swings and they took the slide out of our park the the highest slide that all the kids loved yeah. it was their favorite part of the park for playing like uh tag people would run up the slide and stuff like that a kid fell off and broke his arm had to take it away you can't in one injury it goes away from the park and now it's just like there's nothing fun there but anyway mm. that aside the stuff that i used to do would horrify me if i was if i knew my kids were doing it um I don't really have the, we don't really have the lifestyle. Well, first of all, if I did the stuff, if my kids did the stuff that I did, the police would call and say, we found your children. Yes. Completely unattended, miles from your house. Right. We are hitting you with a child endangerment uh, charge. Yeah. Because my friends and I lived out in the country and we would just go roaming miles and miles from our house out in the country Mm -hmm. and explore an old junkyard full of cars and all this, oh, wow, yeah, that's just, cool. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. And stuff like that. And, uh, and you know, I wouldn't want my kids miles from our house uh, uh, crawling around in a junkyard full of all old rusty sharp cars. You know, when I, I'm trying to remember what, I must have been seven or younger, but we finally were granted permission, my buddies and I, to ride our bikes to the country store and spend our, you know, dime allowance on whatever. A can of pop or, or, or gum or whatever. Um, and it would amuse me to know how far away that country store actually was. It seemed like we were going from, you know, suburban Chicago to, right. you know, southern Indiana, <laughs> but it, it was probably 120 yards, but it was, it was a significant ride for little kids and, and we learned all about safety and the rest of it and went off on adventures. It's kind of like when you go back to your childhood home. And right. you're like, this is so much you, smaller you, than I remember. Your grandma's home, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. A common one was um, rivers or lakes, creeks. There weren't really rivers. Creeks, well, sometimes rivers, depending on where we were. Uh, walking out on the ice and seeing how far we could go before the ice would start to crack. Oh, oh boy. Geez. Oh, man, that's freaking me out. Oh, me and my friends, we did that all the time. Yeah. How far you can go out and, you know... Starting to crack or your foot goes in the water. Whoa! And you kind of pull yourself out all the freaking time. Like every day. I thought I was a free range kid. Although we did, we were told how to figure out if the ice is solid enough. And of course you would try that. Down on it? No. No. Uh, but so kids learned. It was a way to learn not to drown by trying stuff. What is the, I've never been on a frozen pond or anything. What, what's the, the technique? Is there something that I, I should know survival wise going forward? Well, if it makes noise or cracks or anything like that, you need to get off. Shuffle, of it, but... shuffle forward slowly. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you yeah. can listen, you hear the, oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. You hear it creak. It's loud. Um, but, and I remember there's something about the clarity of it. I mean, if it's super clear, I can't oh, remember. Oh yeah. The, the, the thicker it is, the whiter it is, whiter yes. it is. So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I've spent a lot of time walking on ice on water <laughs> and, and hoping I didn't fall through and having my foot go through and then your your pant leg is soaked 
in freezing water. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was just what we did all day long. Yeah. Um, And I'd be horrified if my kids were doing that. And then I told him this one just the other day. I had this thing that I did for a while where I would walk from our house. And this is a perfect example of it seemed like I was miles from home and it might have been 100 yards. I don't know. But um, I would go and uh, it was in in the woods and I'd climb up in this tree and there was this branch that stuck out. And I would climb out on there and I would hook the back of my jacket on that. On that branch, and I could suspend myself and stick out my arms and legs and pretend I was flying like Superman. And I just loved that. Oh, my gosh. And I, and I did that several days in a row where I'd climb up there, and I was just kind of hanging, and it was such a cool feeling. And wow. then one day, it, I don't remember if my jacket ripped or the branch broke, but I just went, wow, all the way to the ground, <laughs> threw all these branches, hit the ground really hard, knocked the wind out of myself, <laughs> trying to catch my breath of branches around. Do we have tape of that incident, Michael? <laughs> I could get. Yes, what I'm are we sure. paying you for in there? <laughs> and then I finally got my breath. Of course, I never told my parents I did that. I just, no. you know, I just went home with a ripped jacket or whatever. And you learned something about hanging at the end of branches. Gravity. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'd be horrified if my kids were probably doing that. Jack would have been starting the the tree branch Superman challenge back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's no, on YouTube. <laughs> I gotta be careful. Kids all over America are getting the wind knocked out of them doing the Superman challenge. I grew up in, uh, well, uh, the first couple of years we lived in uh, Illinois, um, I lived in this apartment complex that was still being built. It was owned by the mob, is well known. Um, but so it was one gigantic construction site. And it's, it was, it was actually one of those places that had like one design of apartments. There were probably 10 buildings, big buildings. And then, like, townhouses, then another design of apartments, and it was an ongoing construction zone, and me and my buddies, we're five, six, seven years old, we would just roam around construction sites all day long. We'd watch the machines, and when the machines uh, went away for the day, we'd, we'd climb up on them or, or go through the, the half-constructed buildings and climb up in the frames and stuff, and I, I can't tell you how many times I stepped on nails and needed tetanus shots, yeah. which is really an unpleasant memory, but... I do remember one thing. I don't remember how we got it. One of the other boys in the hood who I grew up with uh, at the time got hold of a can of gasoline. There you go. And some matches. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And no, we didn't. I, I never. I have never had the desire to wreck stuff. But no, we me did, neither. We did find a big puddle. And we would pour gasoline on the puddle oh, geez. and throw a match on it. There you go. Great idea. Now, Really strong now, idea. Now, surely you wouldn't... How old were you? Five, six, seven years so, old. Surely you wouldn't want your first grader out doing that. Good Lord, no. <laughs> and I wouldn't either. But I learned a great deal about uh, combustion jack and... and um, Skin grafting? And <laughs> eyebrow growth rates. And, <laughs> that was a, an absolutely idiotic idea. On the other hand... I did actually learn what happens when you do that and what it looks like mm-hmm. and then the fumes and the rest of it. And, and I wouldn't advise it. It wasn't great. I was kind of a wild kid, and it sounds like you were too. But there's probably middle ground between complete veal calfism and, 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 and what I was doing. I of course, I was a wild kid. You ask my sister, she never did anything like that. Yeah, see, I don't or think my I, little brother. I don't think I was a wild kid at all. This is just what everybody did. It just was just... You just, there's nothing on TV, and you didn't have Netflix, and so you went and walked around on the river to see if you're going to fall through. So you had adventures. Yeah. 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 I just said some. Hey, Hanson, did you, living in South Dakota, did you ever do the thing getting pulled behind cars on the snow? 
No. I knew that was popular with kids, and we had some kid my parents knew broke his neck. And so we were never allowed to do that. But all my my parents were hardcore against that, too. But all my friends did that. Yeah. Yeah. Sliding behind cars. Oh, we would just, you know, my buddies would just grab a bumper and just, you know, cars driving by and you just pull, you know, just with your feet, you know. Right. Right. Exactly. Until you hit a spot where there's no snow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, What are you going to do? Yeah. But my worst injury that I gave myself as a child, um, I'll always remember because it hurts so bad. And when I think about it, it hurts. Um, because I'd seen it in the cartoons, the whole stepping on a rake and it pops up in the air. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a classic. And I was, as I don't know, I was goofing around with our friends. We were out in the middle of this cornfield. Cornfield. We'd go out in the middle of the cornfield, and there'd be like spots where there's no corn, and we'd make that our hideout or whatever. Children of the corn. And we were out in the middle of nowhere, and um. But anyway, I, I had there was a. A rake there, and I was going to do the old step on the rake, and it pops up thing. And it Hilarious. Did, it did exactly what it does in the cartoons. Yes. I mean, it came up so fast, and that wooden handle hit me on the head. Oh, my God. Oh, oh I can still hear it. Wow. Yeah, I can still hear it. Just, oh, rocked my world. Rung your bell. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those, they didn't know if it was funny, or they should be worried that I need to go to the hospital. or Nobody ever went to the hospital when I was a kid. It was just not a, really a thing. So. Mm. Duh. Wow. Wow. You and Wiley Coyote exactly. separated it. So then I put springs on my feet and found a cliff. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? Well, I played with food coloring as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, that'll stain. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Check out the great new swag like the new masks at armstrongandgetty.com. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> Two things going on here. Three things, actually. You said you had something for the podcast. That's good enough for Joe and I. <laughs> oh, hey, no, speak for yourself. Uh, two, which is similar to one. Uh, uh, the, 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 the quality control for the podcast is way down here. and uh, You realize the mics are on, right? And thirdly, this is a test. <laughs> This is only a test. Exactly. If this is good. Actually, that's, I think, isn't that a federal offense to, like, fake an emergency uh, alert system? <laughs> or, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's only for broadcast, though. It's internet. This is open waters. It's international waters. There's oh, no you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Anything goes. Oh, wow. That's Stabbins. Why can, right. That's why we can cuss. Drug use. Um, But so if this is good, Sean's fine. But if obviously, since he took the lead on this, said he had something. If it's bad, oh, endless attacks oh yeah Yeah. cool now i'm interested uh so uh this is from a comedian and i believe a late night writer on one of the 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 shows uh of the evening but if band names were literal what band would be the scariest band to fight he he says he's torn between megadeth and Ten Thousand maniacs (laughs) i almost have to go with Ten Thousand maniacs i mean that's a real strong one that's a hell of a lot of maniacs oh that is pretty funny like i'm scared to fight one maniac well right they have the well maniacal strength yes Ten Thousand maniacs your gook your goose is uh, cooked or your gook is coosed either way if you are a megadeth Ten Thousand maniacs they're coming at you from every direction above below behind of course, uh, taking literally mega death is a thousand deaths. So, I mean, if they can slay a thousand, certainly I'm no match. But uh, I don't want to get off nonetheless tra- in, sh- in terms of sheer terror. I don't want to get off track. I'd hate to have a tangent during the podcast, but um, 
I'm not into the superhero movies. You have been, Sean. Yes. Uh, my son and I watched the finale of a 32-part series. Yeah, you watched Avengers Endgame, the final of the uh, the Infinity uh, the Infinity War saga. <sighs> Having never seen a moment of any of the other movies. Correct. So it didn't make much sense to either one of us, although he seemed to know from the schoolyard variety of things. But I can't figure out what's going on in terms of the fighting, like similar to the Megadeth versus 10,000 Maniacs. By the way, I have my choice for when you're done. Go okay. on. Um, I, I don't. Is anybody stronger than anybody else, or they all they all seem to be able to just beat the bejesus out of each other and right. recover at some point? Yes. Yes. My question has always been: so why bother? Yeah. It's they. Uh, that's it. That's it. What is the point of this fight if ultimately I can come back, no matter how hard you hit me, and I fly into a wall? And all these things crash down on me. Well, there's principles involved, and then and then you just then you just come back and you're fine. And so do they. And so do they. Right? Why are we bothering with this? That's my question. Because it's entertaining. Because so much punching. In terms of sheer terror, literal band name, ladies and gentlemen, get it on, bang a gong, T Rex. That's pretty good. You turn around, you have a freaking Tyrannosaurus Rex coming at you. I don't care how many Please. maniacs you are. Yeah, that's true. You, you wouldn't have time to fill your trousers. I wouldn't have thought there was anything that could beat 10,000 uh, mentally disturbed people. But, <laughs> now, now, going through uh, some of the... the one re- of the f- most ferocious dinosaurs could probably yes. do it. Yeah, 30 feet tall. <laughs> Scrolling through some of the uh, the replies to this, uh, this tweet, a very common theme are various uh, cities, right? So Chicago... That'd be, it'd be tough to take on the city of Chicago hmm. in a fight. Mm, Alabama, but, Boston. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. An entire state to have a National Guard. Well, they'll murder you for being on the wrong block in Chicago, so I nominate Chicago. I, I like this My one. hometown. Nominate, uh, for first place, he's got a five-finger death punch and the Foo <laughs> Fighters. Uh, last place, he has Weezer. Weezer, not at all an intimidating <laughs> band to fight. Also, he has them ranked. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, that is good. That's beautiful. Do you have more, or is that the... Uh... Oh, I mean, there's various... Uh, you, you got the Kentucky Headhunters being nominated. Oh, no, I mean, like, more topics? Mm. Or... Oh, no, no, that was that was the only one. Oh, okay. Asia. Right. Asia is a band. I mean, that's... Yeah, a... wow. Hey, they got the well, coronavirus. The they got Wuhan. Yeah. Nuclear <laughs> weapons. That's pretty tough. Communism. I think I like Asia against the T-Rex. Although, uh, <laughs> the geographic locations is a stretch to me. You're just overthinking Did it. Jefferson Starship have any weapons of any sort on board? Like rays or anything? I don't like know. That? Was it a scientific craft or, or like a battleship? Yeah. It was unclear. Grace Slick with a ray gun. <laughs> to achieve... Okay, this is from some random Twitter person. To achieve one megadeth... The maniacs would have to kill an average of 100 people each. Based on historical maniac data, that seems unlikely. Oh, so Mega is a million then? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that wow. That would be uh, productivity. Yeah. You know, if I'm on it or under it, a Led Zeppelin would be terrifying. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, it's a, a different case. It's a special case. Jimmy Eats World was mentioned several times. I get it. They, <laughs> Wait you know, a minute. They're world eaters. Well, yeah, please. Yeah. We have a winner. <laughs> I mean, 10,000 maniacs can't ingest an entire planet. <laughs> but So who's the bad guy from the... Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Yes. We're back on this. Even... Thanos was the one single drop of blood. Company, no, that was Theranos. Oh, sorry. But even as big as Thanos was, no matter how hard he punched Captain America right in the face, and he was way bigger than Captain America, Captain America would get up from the rubble and come at him again. Well, that's the American fortitude coming to the front there. And also, he was 
Fizz glancing blows, well, and he could some good horse right there. Yeah, he, I hate to let that go un, un, unheeded. He could deflect with his shield made of vibranium, and often oh, oh here's another vibranium. Yeah, vibranium. That's the 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 metal that his shield is made out of. It's uh, it's what the um the Black Panther suit is also made out of. That it's the the most uh, sturdiest metal on demand. I liked when Captain America misplaced his shield a couple of times, and then <laughs> the last time Robert Downey Jr. said. If I find this again, I'm keeping it. <laughs> Gave it back to him. Uh, but they also... <laughs> uh, there are a number of sec to- sex toys made of vibranium as well. Yes, yeah. but similar to the vibranium, they often get around that by... They have technological clothes that are kind of armor-based and deflect energy, and, and uh, you mm. know they, they kind of uh, hand-wave their way past those I didn't those realize sort of Ant-Man, who is the funny guy... Uh... Uh, played by Paul Rudd, yes. Yeah. I didn't realize he could get giant and small. I thought he was just life size, normal size, and small, but he can get giant also. So that actually uh, it, is a pretty good superhero. It takes a lot of energy out of him, and that's uh, in the mm. in the Ant Man movies. His caloric intake, you will, is is kind of a theme because it's it, you know <laughs> to be giant requires more energy. Certainly, yeah, with the metabolism of, of an ant. What was the? That's the American spirit coming to the fore. Is that what you said? <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> The best masks I've seen, and they say Armstrong and Getty on them. You can get one at armstrongandgetty.com. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. I was reminded of something I've already figured out, and I'm trying to master... Isn't life just a long struggle to master oneself, Jack? Hmm. Somewhat, yeah. The, would the Buddha agree with me on that? You know the Buddha. Yeah. You met the Buddha? True. So I'm in the... Uh, we were talking about this the other day on the air. We're the only beast that gets on our own way. We're the only beast that makes ourselves miserable. Yeah. Isn't that odd? We eat things that will make us less happy. We We, we work really hard and then spend our money on things that will make us less happy. And it's all about today us versus future us. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a Jordan Peterson podcast about this the other day, and he, he referenced Homer Simpson from an episode <laughs> in which Homer was about to drink a quart of vodka and mayonnaise. <laughs> and Marge said, you think that's a good idea? And he said, that's a problem for future Homer. I'm sure glad I'm not him. And that's kind of the way we are as beasts. That's a problem for future me, what I just spent today or what I just ate or, you know, whatever choices you make that aren't good long term. So I'm not a uh, book of Genesis literalist by any stretch of the imagination. The Bible. Yes, sir. I don't want to get into an argument about theology. Actually, it would take two of us to tango. So feel free to write your adamant emails. But um it's funny, when you're talking about we're the only beast that can make itself miserable, we get in our own way and, and obsess or, or whatever, um, it, it's, isn't that the, the fruit of the tree of knowledge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. Anyway, so what I was going to say was I was in the lobby. Oh, first of all, shout out to the nice lady I met on the elevator. Hi, um, nice lady. Huge, huge fan of the show. Huge what now? Fan of the show. Gotcha. Sweetheart. Um, I should have asked her a name, but it was a little embarrassing because there were other people in the elevator. Um, and I'm a quiet, unassuming Midwestern boy. But anyway, thanks for saying hello. She was super nice. But anyway, I was, um, I was in the lobby and the, and the FedEx guy walked by and I saw that logo and got a charge of, oh, oh, 
as if I was expecting a package. Well, that's interesting. And at work, you don't expect packages. Well, no, no. It was the logo. And and I started thinking, how much of the success of Amazon is that is the anticipation that something's coming and waiting for that package to appear? Mm. I think a lot. Yeah. And looking out on your front porch, oh, it's not there yet. Um, I, I catch myself doing that like I'm a little kid. I have friends who, and they will probably, I don't know if they've already altered their return policy for this, but people just ship, like ordering for round numbers, $300 worth of clothes, knowing they're only going to keep $50 worth. Uh huh. But they just wanted the, the, the experience of receiving it, opening it, trying it on, right? The, just really? that whole huh. song and dance, knowing that they, oh, I'm not keeping any of this stuff. That's so, hardcore. Maybe grabbing a picture for the Instagram or something. See opening videos on YouTube. There's yeah. gazillions of them. See, that's always struck me as uber stupid, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm sort of kind of sort of getting it. I mean, I, I ordered some beard oil the other day. It's, it's just the same reason when you get excited, there's a text. Ooh. Right, something new, something new. It's always disappointingly bland, but you get excited. Same way with a box coming, I guess. Yeah, I gotta get my wife to sext me. That would that you know that'd be worth seeing, hmm. worth getting. Anyway, um, you gonna sext her back? Oh yeah, you guarantee. Sure, please. Um, what sort of thing are you gonna do? What sort of pose? <laughs> what? No, that's not Sir, exchanging. This is of, the bonds of holy matrimony. Not necessarily exchanging of pics. Sex can just be a, a word. So I, yeah, always yeah. Picture, yeah. Uh, I always picture pictures. Yeah, I don't mind okay. a picture. I'm a male. I'm visual, but uh, yeah. just text it to the right person. That's all I ask. <laughs> well, see, it, it, exchanging pictures for words would probably be typically a good exchange, a man and a woman, as uh, we have different sexual responses. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of my beard, um, I uh, I ordered some beard oil the other day. You did. You anxious. did. Now your beard was squeaking on you, was it? <laughs> beard lube. <laughs> it keeps it soft and conditioned. Okay. Which probably makes me something, according to you know a lot of people I grew up with in it the makes Great you Midwest. More kissable, Joe. Oh Lord. So if you don't, <laughs> I've never had really had a beard. If you don't condition your beard, what happens to it? Well, it can get kind of dry and split endsy. Some guys get itchy okay. under it, um, that sort of thing, but. I was, like, really anxious for this to show up. This is not going to change my life. It's not even going to improve my life, really. This is dumb. I found myself glancing out front. I wonder if that beard oil is Oh, jeez. Does it have, a, like, some cool, like, guy grooming title, like, Yeti Bomb? Or, like... <laughs> you know what? I, it, yes, Sean, but I don't remember what it's called. I, I've recently uh, used, started using this shampoo from uh, Dr. Squatch, which is short for Sasquatch. <laughs> Apparently, a Sasquatch went to medical school. And uh, <laughs> decided to, or not medical school, but cos- cosmetology, I guess, and then uh, got into the cosmetics game. And uh, six hundred hours of licensing classes uh, required. Right, in right. Nevada. Yeah, yeah. The Doctor Squat shampoo. Yeah, my uh, son just put out a solo release um, under his uh, his solo moniker, um, but he includes a song called Sasquanctuary, <laughs> which was <laughs> a song. He was he was talking to a good friend of his. And uh, I, there is a rumor, it's scurrilous, it is inaccurate, that there was THC involved. In music? Right. And oh, this, uh, and, and somebody brought up the idea of a wildlife refuge for Sasquatch. A, Ska- a Sasquatch National Park, or a Saskanctuary, if you will. And he said, can't wait, and immediately wrote the song. 
I mean, like right there, wrote the lyrics and everything, and it is hilarious. <laughs> Although it's difficult to understand because it's like in the metal thing. He does oh, it. Gotcha. For some reason. Um, anyway, where was I? So when you, the beer, the, when you get just, your beard oil, you yeah. gotta do a uh, an opening video. Oh, I have an unboxing video. I failed to do that. Oh, it's people, been unboxed. People watch that sort of thing. I, I guess it's even been unleashed and rubbed upon my beard. I can't imagine watching somebody open up something they're getting. No, you see, I have a life, so I won't be doing that. Like the like one of these new foldable phones, right? Some tech reporter gets an early access copy. I of would it. watch that. That's different. But 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 that's a, a watching a review of the phone. It's not. That's what I, all. That's what all unboxing is. They're they're pseudo reviews of first impressions of new products. Why do I need to see you open the box? I've only seen the first parts of several, and it always includes an, a cardboard box and an exact and an exacto knife. I, I, I don't need to see that. It's about getting their first impressions unfiltered in okay. real time sort okay. of thing. Yeah, gotcha. okay. I just, I'd seen like somebody getting a shirt. That's stupid. Why would I want to see that? Is it a review of a shirt? It's I don't got know. sleeves. I it's got a hole for your head to stick through. But I <laughs> The tags in the back where it should be. <laughs> I like it. It's a good shirt. Buttons. And How everything. many armholes? Um, Two. But I, okay, I can see that. Like a review of an item. And the, uh, okay, this is the packaging it comes in. Okay, okay. Yeah, particularly with tech stuff, they get super caught up into the presentation of. Well, Apple changed that, yeah. man. They they changed that, and they, and they're right. It makes you feel like you got something special by spending an extra. They probably spent forty cents instead of two cents, like just a plastic thing would be. Right, right. But it, you know, they're selling you a one thousand dollar phone and making you feel special, which it's they an should. Aesthetic. Yeah. So speaking of boxes, Sean, you had some sort of story about cereal over yeah, there. So millennials, among uh, all other things that they've killed, apparently cereal. Is uh, is on the thing. I'm doing my part to try to keep the cereal industry afloat. Well, it's kind of surprising because my kids love cereal, and I don't see that changing as they get older. What are your kids? Generation Z? I don't know. And we started at A again, double A. <laughs> I don't know. Are they? What's that thing? I like information age, or there's something. Oh, Gen I. There's something like that. Jenny. But uh, uh, General Mills as a plan to yes. uh, kind of counteract Reporting this. for duty. They they seem to think that selling a box of cereal for thirteen dollars is the cure for the ills. Oh, um, and that seems like way too much for cereal. What's in it? High end cereal, huh? So, status cereal. It's like wine. So this is called the uh, the morning summit cereal. Not to be confused with the morning cereal summit, which is where all your heavyweights gather and mm. discuss all things breakfast. You know, your Captain Crunch, your Tony the Tigers, sure. your Snaps, Crackles, and Pops. Does the <laughs> does the box come in a purple velour bag like Chrome Royal? <laughs> Whatever the heck that honeycomb monster character is, I don't know. Tony the Tiger mauled a guy three years ago. He was disinvited. This sounds just like trail mix. (laughs) Like the first ingredient is almonds, and it's 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 an attempt to kind of go for the healthier, more you know, sustainable, conscious crowd of people. But I'm not I'm not falling for it. Captain Crunch served our military with honor. So I don't know what anything. Where my dollars going? I don't anything. Know what anything costs? I don't pay any attention. I just pay You're my like bill. George with H.W. Bush, you I am. elitist. I am. Uh, like, I have no idea. What's a, bo- a big box of Fruit Loops cost? Uh, when I go to the, when I buy cereal, I generally look for the two for five dollar sales. Okay. So, so that's pretty cheap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. And you, you can generally find stuff. Sometimes I have to eat stuff that I'm not the biggest fan of, but value is what I prioritize. Like, I don't have the slightest idea what a gallon of milk costs. And I buy it all the time. I have no idea. fifty bucks. I would guess uh, Florida, you want me to go get you some milk. Just hand it over. I'll, I'll bring back some milk. In the three dollar range between okay, three was, and four bucks. I was going to guess four. Okay, fantastic. There you go. Tomorrow, the price of cheese. <laughs> Do you, if you're buying milk, 
Do you um, uh, rifle through to get the ones in the back? Yes. I'll go back a couple of layers just to see if mm-hmm. I can do a couple of days uh, better. That seems that seems wrong to me. What? Seems like I'm denying those milks to other people. <laughs> I take the ones from the front. I'm going to drink them in time anyway. I don't it's need a, it to be extra, extra fresh. It's a doggy dog milk drinks milk world. The way mm-hmm. that I... At the rate at which I consume milk, it's never an yeah, issue for me. Yeah, me, me neither. Yeah, see, it's not Judy and I don't drink much milk. So, yeah, I do. And they, all that milk is for sale. I'm getting the newer stuff. You, mm. you, you Seems unfair. Shovel some. your feet, lose your milk. That's what I say. You got there late, you're getting the milk that's only good for another 13 days, not 14 like me. Yeah, Just, see, I don't need that long. 14th day, I'm going to be sipping my milk. It's going to be taste like champagne. It's gonna be I'm going to be laughing at you. It's going to be gone by tomorrow. It's like my milk's, fourth bowl of Raisin Bran. Your milk's going to be all rancid and, and, and chunky. Just know that the sales reps hate you for doing that. <laughs> Their well, entire fine. job is uh, uh, expiration date jockeying. They show up to the account the next week. Why are the stuff from the back disappearing? <laughs> buy the ones in the front. I do, like These a good human being. I buy what I want to buy, bitches. <laughs> wow. Wow, this is turned ugly. You don't like it? Supply better milk. Earl younger, younger milk is old milk. Middle-aged milk. It's garbage. It's practically cheese. Get it away from me. I deserve your newest milk. <laughs> You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Has everybody seen Pizza Groundhog? That is the best uh, viral video out there. In my I opinion. just saw the uh, the teaser picture. I haven't actually oh, watched the video. You got to watch the video. He goes to town on that thing. Well, the, even more than that, it's the way he holds the pizza like mm-hmm. a person and eats it like a person. That is oh, just really? incredible. It really looks like it's got to be either commu- computer animation or a kid in a groundhog. And his understanding <laughs> that now, if you haven't seen it, there's there are two dogs on the inside of a glass window looking at this groundhog just 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 ravaging this pizza. <laughs> okay. And the groundhog's understanding that he is safe on the yeah. other side of this yeah. glass is really impressive. And and by the look on his face. Also, the understanding that you really want this pizza. Yeah. This is just driving you dogs crazy that I'm eating this pizza right in front of you, just inches away from your face. And you're too stupid to understand there's a glass there, but I'm just going to keep eating this pizza. I, as a humble wild beast, am enjoying pizza. Will you sit inside, prisoners? <laughs> Look at me with all my freedom. Uh, it's pretty funny. Wow. All right. I'll have to watch the, uh, the video, actually. So uh, I told a story during the radio show that um, we... We are up at our, our little place in the woods, uh, me and Judy and Little D. And, Husbanding um, arms as usual. Absolutely. And, and, and freeze-drying food for the coming uh, zombie apocalypse. But So anyway, um, when, we, when we got home, the there was an alarm going off, a really loud whoop, whoop thing going off. And, and we spent quite a while trying to figure out what the heck it was. We thought it was the... Like there was an alarm malfunction, and then we thought, no, maybe it was a, it's got to be the smoke alarms. And it took us the longest time to look at all the alarms and figure out what's beeping the rest of it. And she's calling the alarm coming, and we figure out finally it's the damned uh, carbon monoxide warning system mm. that evidently has a seven-year lifespan. And then at the point it hits seven years post-installation, it goes, you know, ape and and you replace them. And But who knew? I only knew that from reading the incredibly tiny print on the plates where they're mounted. So anyway, we yank the batteries out of them, and we'll all go to the hardware store at some point and get them. Well, do they keep chirping after you yank the batteries out? Because that happens no. on some smoke alarms. Right. Where I've taken See, out the battery, and it's still going, eh, eh, eh. 
You and, zombie alarm, die! And that, yes, and at that point, it's when I have smashed them to death with a hammer. Exactly. <laughs> well, so anyway, no, these are not hardwired. They're just batteries. So you yank the battery out, it's dead. But what I didn't mention is when we were up, uh, up at the, uh, our mountain place, we're settling in for bed. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And Judy and I are about to get in bed. Delaney's already in bed. And the smoke alarm goes off. And it is one of those hardwired systems where if one goes off, they all go off. Oh, yeah. And, and, but it's, it's not like beep, beep or anything like that. It's this weird two conflicting frequencies. <laughs> and it's farging loud. And Baxter's running around with this look on his face like he doesn't know whether to puke or take a dump. And he's looking at me like, make it stop, make it stop. And he's running around and everybody's freaking out. And and so uh end up figuring out it's the, the one in the bedroom went off. Evidently, Judy tossed a pillow and there was dust on it or something. It went, so I, I go out and I get the rickety ass uh, aluminum ladder and I go up and I... I pull the thing down and I yank the battery out and, and, um, and we clear the air and I was, and I just left it out in the garage. I put it out in the garage, but then I figure out, figure everything's fine. I rehook it up the next night and the same thing happens without the pillow. And poor Baxter looks at me again like he's just going to have a heart attack. And, and, um, and so I yank the thing down again. I, I take it out in the garage and. Hide it in the under. Put, put down a dusty pillow too hard. That's that's the excuse that was going on. I know. Not your meth lab. <laughs> Smoking a little of the jazz cabbage off in the in the corner, huh? I've I've pull. used excuses before. I waited till the kid went to bed to pull a couple of bong hits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I ended up having to replace the uh, the smoke alarm because it was funky. But f- so having gone through that Friday and Saturday nights. Or was it, I guess it was Thursday and Friday. Then we get home and we got the freaking alarms going off uh, at, uh, at home. I mean, it's got this weird high pitched dystopian there's some, torture. There's, there's so many pulling pranks on you when it happens uh, three times. Well, I know. I know. It's like, what the hell? Meanwhile, I've never been burned to death and I've never right. died of carbon monoxide poisoning, but and, I've almost been driven to a heart attack and, several times now ne- by the alarms. And neither has anybody you know or anybody no. they know. No. I also have a house that was built recently enough that it has the obligatory uh, sprinkler system in it that's now code. You so have that, to have a sprinkler system in your home? Yes. Really? Wow. Yes. So uh, check your uh, local county listings. But Could you even burn down a modern home anyway with any of it? I don't know if any of it's flammable to start with. I don't think you could. I think it'd be really hard to get the thing on fire. Yeah, I don't. You know, you could burn the furniture and stuff, and that would create plenty of smoke to kill you, but... But the thing about the smoke alarms, and or I'm sorry, the the uh, sprinkler systems, and everybody I've talked to agrees with this. I'm not saying everybody in the world, but everybody I've talked to agrees with it. And that's firefighters, insurance guys, alarm guys. They all say the same thing. They say you got a little uh, kitchen fire in your stove. You run and get the uh, the uh, fire extinguisher, you put it out and everything, but if the uh, uh, the sprinkler system goes oh, yeah. off, it'll yeah. ruin $50,000 worth of your stuff. Oh, oh yeah, I can believe well, that. Well, not not your stuff per se, but the walls and the carpets and everything. You'll have $50,000. Your TV and your exactly. DVR and your... Yeah, and then you'll have mold under the carpet and whatever else. And uh, yeah, Fantastic. So, some do-gooder somewhere decided that was a great idea. Or some God lobbyist forbid. for a for a company that sells those things. Hello. 
Good call there. Yeah. But thank God it was only a false alarm, and I was neither burnt nor uh, carbon monoxided. Now, you know I enjoy indoor barbecuing. And I, uh, <laughs> I'm a big Weber, Weber grill right in the I middle of the family room. I love campfires, but I hate the outdoors. So there's really only... I build a campfire right in the middle of the living room and just enjoy it. I think there's only one time in my life I've actually smashed, and maybe two, smashed them with a hammer. Because I've had the kind before that they won't stop chirping. They just won't stop mm. unless you can get a new battery in it. And if you don't have a 9-volt battery handy, you're just out of luck. There's right. nothing you can do right? that I'm aware of in the middle of the night. And I, t- I take it out and I put it in the garage, but I can still hear it just barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just enough. So I went out there and I yeah. smashed it. it. just won't shut will yes. you? <laughs> God, you it. did that for every man who's ever wanted to and every woman oh, as well. I had one that was, a, it was like Jason from Friday the 13th because I had smashed it good. And it was still chirping. I think I drove over it with my car. Awesome. I think I backed over it because I had to flatten it somehow. Just kept smashing and smashing until there wasn't a piece bigger than a dime. Got anything else left to say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got anything else you want to say to me? You s- Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 